Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Leanne Linsky. She is a comedian turned entrepreneur. She is the founder and CEO of the new online comedy club, Plausible. Welcome to the show, Leanne. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. You are welcome to the show. You are welcome to India in this online form. And I'm sure not just in India, but a lot of people will benefit with what we are going to discuss about. We'll be talking about the importance of humor in business and life. So my first question to you, uh, Lian, is to understand this. You know, life nowadays can be tough. It is tough for a lot of people. And you know, many people at that point in time forget about a lot of things, including, and sometimes they think, you know, that, you know, life is playing a joke on them. And when you think that life is playing a joke on you, what do you do? Do you laugh? Do you cry? How do you see that? Yeah, great question, right? Because I think at different times, it can be any one of those things, honestly, right? And what I've learned in the journey of learning everything I can about comedy is that tragedy plus time equals comedy. So sometimes we hear people going, oh, too soon, too soon, because maybe there's not enough time separating that. But I think there's such benefit, such a huge benefit to having a sense of humor in some of our more challenging times. There's it's such a healthy coping mechanism, right? Especially when used in a positive manner. Um, I think, you know, our natural tendency is to to laugh when we're uncomfortable, when we're scared, um, when things are awkward. And that's just like a natural instinct. And I think if we lean into that a bit, a bit we can really release so much tension in challenging times. Right. Right. Then how does one, you know, uh, because of these challenging times, you know, how do you, uh, are you able to see humor? Is it that you have to plan to see a humor, see something in your, uh, in your daily life? Because nowadays you see, they say, Alexa, play a joke or any <laughs> of the things, you know, because you are not able to see humor in every other place, uh, other places in your day-to-day -day life. In that aspect then, how do you see humor in your personal life when you wake up from the time you wake up or go to sleep? And how do you see humor in difficult situations, either personal life or in business? Because people say it's business, it's not a joke. Tell us under, help us understand you are a comedian turned entrepreneur, so you know both sides of this whole business of you know humor. Yeah, I think, um, well, I grew, I had the good fortune of growing up in a family where my siblings and my parents have a very good sense of humor. And I think um, environment, our, our home environment plays into that and our friends, the people we surround ourselves. So I think that's the first thing that comes to mind is how to implement that and integrate that into my daily, my daily life is who, who do I spend time with? And do those people have a sense of humor? Because I'm more likely to practice my, my 
my laughter and my jokes and, and that if I'm surrounded by other people who are open to it or uh, also collaborate with me in doing those things, I think that's really important. And I think not only in the home, but also in the workplace. I've worked at some companies where um, I had good, really strong relationships with the people I worked with, where we had a comfort level where we could kid around and joke around and, and have that rapport. And I think those were some of my best work environments ever because it brought a new kind of connection and a bond with my coworkers and myself. It, it built trust, right? And I think humor used in the right way can build a lot of trust. It can alleviate a lot of stress in the moment, especially as a team, if we're all experiencing a challenge together, being able to sit back for a minute and laugh at the situation or maybe laugh at ourselves and how worked up we're getting over something can make a huge difference in how we can take that and release that tension, take a breath, and then step back into something kind of with a fresh perspective or a sense of, okay, I'm not alone. I think there's a sharing a laugh with somebody is really something special. So this comes from practice. It comes from our environment in which we're situated in, either at home, at the workplace, socially, and then also making a point of practicing that daily because it's easy to get out of that habit very quickly, especially if we're really stressed. But I think practice in our environment is really helpful. Those are key. Right, right, right. So in, in the workplace, Nowadays, if you see, if you see personal life, let's let's go to the workplace first. Mm -hmm. In the workplace nowadays, there are so many areas which are out of bounds, and a lot of toxicity in workplaces. All these issues have come up. Amidst this, you know, how do you uh, be humorous? How do you laugh at your own situation? Then others will consider it as your weakness. Use it later on. How do you laugh at other situations? Then they will think you are insensitive, that you are making fun of someone else. How do you crack a joke when you will think it might be considered as sexist? You know, from other side, there are rules in offices. So yeah. many movements, anyone can tweet, record, do anything. Or it, even if, if it is a political joke, anyone may feel offended. Then there are so many things that is at the back of your mind how yeah. do you how do you then laugh with others in a workplace in today's time i want to understand what is the way out what are the do's and don'ts of these things i think then this, this humor actually becomes a serious a serious issue whether to laugh or not to laugh yeah, this is such a great, you, this is such a great question. And this is actually a question a lot of people are asking, including comedians, you know, where do we draw the line? What's too far? But I think in the workplace, that's a, a special circumstance, right? Because we have human resource concerns and, um, and there are so many topics that we're, we just shouldn't talk about. So I think it kind of goes back to when I grew up, my family always said, never talk, you know, religion and politics. You leave that aside, right? That's definitely not something we want to bring into our workplace. 
I think the other thing though, in the workplace is a lot of times I hear people saying that they're sarcastic and, and people often confuse sarcasm with humor. And I personally do not see sarcasm as humor because sarcasm, there's always a harsh truth to it. And then people kind of pawn it off or say, oh, I'm just kidding, but truly they're not. Um, and I think that, so if we stay away from sarcasm and then we stay away from those very topics that have the potential to be divisive in some manner, I think we can find instead what unites us and what brings us together. So in the workplace, in that example, we can laugh at things that are, are relatable within the workplace, but not at somebody, something we can laugh about with one another rather than at one another. So in circumstances of, of, you know, maybe something that happens at lunch breaks, like, you know, these are kind of maybe those moments are like, what's the deal with lunch breaks or something or, um, or what's the, you know, things that conversations that happen at the water cooler, but things that don't use curse words or foul language, um, definitely stay away from that. And I think there's, there's, places, there, there's time and a place. So at work, maybe puns are safe. Wordplay, plays on words, those kind of things can be humorous, or maybe just general joking about the work that you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your mission is to bring people together with laughter. Yeah. You know, is it working in today's time? Uh, where Where do you see this humor happening because i want to understand more of this why is it that that people humor can humor has so much of benefit why is it then people are afraid in today's time to crack even a joke forget about others even on themselves you don't want to crack jokes and maybe some jokes as you said it's either on alexa or any of these things you know and then you look at all those uh, all those things created by artificial even on online i see a lot of young people are not talking about, you know, fun side of life or business. Yeah. It's more about, you know, to the point, lengthy messages, especially on LinkedIn. And I don't know. You just, everything gets lost in translation. Why is it so? I want to understand because this is a, this is a serious thing. If It's almost like humor might get extinct of our, uh, of our day-to-day conversations, either written or oral. Yeah, I think it, so. You made it really good points here. I think a lot of times with social media and the ways that we can put our voice out into the world, I feel like so many people are competing for the attention. So, what's shocking? What can I get attention? What would go viral? What would draw controversy? And con con think when we think of things that go viral, they're usually things that play on an emotion and it has to be a strong emotion. So if someone can tug on a strong emotion like anger or fear, that's really, I mean, we see that with all sorts of media, you know, channels and, and things. They can play on fear and anger because those are the things that, um, get to us very quickly. At the same time, that's why little cat and dog videos are very popular because those also tug at our heartstrings uh, and, and those go viral too for the same reasons because we can attach a emotion quickly to them. So 
when it comes to comedy and humor, we hear those voices the loudest because they get the most attention because it plays on some sort of emotion, a human emotion. But my mission to bring people together with laughter, I mean, we're in this age of connectivity where we have all this technology and, and opportunity to come together. And I think when I created my platform Plausible, I mean, just uh, in an open mic that that we someone had hosted on the platform, we had people from several countries, very different countries, all log in, tell jokes, and we could all relate on relationships. We could all relate on on parenting jokes or having siblings or pets. There are so many other things on a day-to-day -day basis that we have in common. It's like, oh, wait, you too? You know, yet here's all these people, completely different backgrounds from where we're residing in the world. Um, so the politics in each of our countries is unique onto themselves. Uh, we heard from people who had different religious backgrounds and faiths. And I'm sorry, because there's a loud car going by. Um, but there, you know, but it was remarkable because we were all just laughing at each other and having such a great time. So I think that's the way to it's, it's choosing what we focus on, you know, what we focus on grows. Right, right. How do you do things at Plausible? Tell, tell us a bit more about, you know, Plausible and Plus, you are a comedian turned entrepreneur. So, is comedy gone or is it still there? Uh, how, how does it work? How is it working for you? Uh, it's working. It's definitely working. And the whole reason that I created Plausible is because I had been doing comedy for over 20 years. And so, I was trying to solve some of my own problems. And then, as I started using technology to fix it, other people were like, oh, me too. So I ended up just creating a platform solely designed for comedians. So what I did is when you think of a online marketplace, right? You have, uh, if, you, if you log in as a comedy fan, you can go through and see all the comedians in a directory and you could sort by what kind of comedy you like, what kind of comedy you don't wanna see. And you can see what comedians are out there, where they're from, what kind what what they are doing what shows are going to be in or you can go to the show directory and you can see what shows are coming up and remember when we used to have like appointment tv when what you watched on tv was live in real time and you had to be watching your tv at a certain time of day in order to see that programming that's what plausible is everything's live in real time and so when a comedian uh logs into plausible they we give them the scheduling tools, the virtual stage, the ticketing services so that they can uh, do free shows or they can do ticketed shows. They 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 decide we just provide the software and then they can put all of their programming up and list it on plausible. And then the fans can log in and see them live in real time. So just like you and I can see each other live here on plausible. We could see each other like this, but also we could see the entire audience and they can see us. So it's very interactive without the audio delays and without the other, uh, without it feel like you're in a work conference. So we set right. it all up like that. So it's, it's, it's for people, you know, from all across the world, they can come onto the platform. Yeah. Everybody, anybody in the world can access Plausible, create 
a free account. We're currently in beta, so everything on the platform is accessible to everyone. And uh, we do have ticketing services. Currently, um, the paid shows are only uh, available to do if you're in the US, but we're going to be expanding that to other countries so that other people in other countries have the opportunity to earn money as well. Right. But like any other platform, how do you manage the do's and don'ts on this platform? Because one person's comedy or humor can be uh, very difficult for another person to digest and not maybe in another part of the world. In one part of the world, it is fine, but in another part of the world, it may not be fine. And everyone, see, a lot of people nowadays are in the business of feeling not good about so many things. Yes. Well, that's what we want to do is give you the opportunity to choose what it is you want to watch. If you like one particular comedian and their show, by all means, watch it. If you end up logging in to somebody's show and you don't care for that comedy, log out and choose something else. Um, and it gives everybody a little bit of, of choice and, and options because you can go, okay, I don't want to hear anything about relationships. Maybe you just went through a breakup, right? And so it's like, I don't want to hear anything about relationships. I want to hear, you know, workplace humor, whatever it is. So maybe there's a show and someone's doing it all about this or in other shows, maybe there's three or four different comedians. So one comedian you may not like, and then the next comedian you may not like. So you can just easily log out or turn your audio off. Um, you know, it's kind of like picking and choosing what's on streaming services currently. You have the options. You don't have to stay. And the nice thing is, is you didn't drive there. So it's not like you had a long commute. <laughs> right, right. Oh, My, and I will, no, I, will, right. I, will on, add, I will, sorry, I will add one other thing. At the end of each performance, the fans can leave a review and feedback to better inform other fans what that comedian is like or what they liked about them or what they didn't like. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I have one more question for you, Leanne, is, you know, as they say, the world is a stage and we are all actors here playing our part. When it's a stage, who is a comedian in this world? Is it a professional comedian? Only they have to make people laugh. How do we look ourselves at the right kind of uh, humorist people who can, you know, create fun and laughter around us? with whatever small little things we do in terms of humor. Can everyone will be, uh, be a, a you know, comedian? Can only the comedians, stand-up artists will be comedians? How do you look at it? Or only the CEO will be a comedian who will crack jokes and the, some of the people of his, you know, psychophants will laugh at it. Who is the comedian in today's time? Can we all be, you know, people who can make others laugh? Help us understand this. I would like to think that everyone has the potential, that we all have the potential in us to make someone else laugh or to bring joy to somebody else in some way. I think how good someone wants to be is really depends on how much effort that person wants to put into it. And because I think we can, we can get better with anything with practice and some commitment and and I just think with with humor, it just takes practice. So even people are like, oh, I can never get up and talk in front of people or I don't have a 
I, I don't know how to tell a joke, but I bet if you if you took a class or if you went to a few open mics, I bet after you do it a few times, you're going to be better than you were the first time. And after a few more times, you're going to be even better than you were the after the first month. And it just it just builds just like anything else in life. So I say, if you want to be able to tell a joke, just get out there and do it and practice. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is much to learn about, you know, uh, if comedy and laughter. And it can be very difficult and can be more simple if at all you look at it. It all depends on the perception and perspective that you look at. That's my understanding yeah. of it. Yeah. Do that as it may, a lot of people would like to understand, learn more about you, about plausible. So what is the best way for them to learn more about it and connect with, with you as well as plausible? Yeah, um, I would love people to connect with me. The best way to connect is go to plausible.com. And that's P-L-A-U-Z-Z-A-B-L-E.com. And um, to reach me, there's a contact us form on there that I check those emails regularly. So that would be going to me. And check out the site. And if you want to try some comedy, by all means, do it. Because uh, it's a safe and supportive community of people. We have hundreds of comedians already on there. And everybody's looking out for each other. I mean, it's a good place to try something. And if it doesn't work, we're there to support you through it. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. With this, it's a lot. It's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us.